You are listening to The Real Men Feel Show with your hosts, Andy Grant and Apio Hunter. Real Men Feel is all about encouraging men to allow and express all of their emotions. Despite what you may have been taught, all emotions do serve you. Real Men Feel is committed to opening up discussions that most men aren't having, but you certainly don't need to be a man to join us. The Real Men Feel podcast is produced live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern for your growth and enjoyment. You can find more information about the Real Men Feel movement at realmenfeel.org. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or subscribe on iTunes by visiting realmenfeel.org slash iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at realmenfeel.org and at facebook.com slash realmenfeelshow. All links mentioned in each episode are in the show notes found on the blog at realmenfeel.org. This is a weekly program and your comments, feedback, and participation are welcome during the live show and anytime in the Facebook group, on Twitter, or at realmenfeel.org. Now, let's get into this week's show. Hello, 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 and welcome to Real Men Feel. Ah, it is an honor and privilege. It is an honor and privilege to speak correctly and welcome you. I am Andy Grant. I'm a transformation coach, author, and speaker, and I am the host of this very program you are listening to, or perhaps even watching, if you're really brave. But uh, we are on episode 56, which uh, blows my mind. You can learn about past, present, and future episodes at realmenfeel.org. And you can also take advantage of a complimentary one-on-one coaching call with me. I've been having a blast the last few weeks talking to to guys, just having a one-on-one hour with with men, talking about where they're at. Um, So take advantage. I don't know how much longer that will be there. Um, And after having me fly solo last week, I'm very happy that my (laughs) glorious co-host, Mr. Apio Hunter, has returned. Oh, it's so good to be back. Yeah, well, I just love those last minute little, you know, family emergencies that crop up and are totally unplanned. But, you know, hey, it's, it's part of life. It's part of being in the moment. It's just part of just going with it. And I have to admit, it's like the week did not feel complete because I wasn't here, you know, so. I'm going to put you on the spot. Have you listened to the show? <laughs> not yet. Ah. Not yet. You know, I was also right afterwards. I went on a road trip, and that road trip was <clears throat> that was a whole other story on and of itself. <laughs> cool. Well, so la- last week's call with Franklin Cook, we were talking. It was it was me and Franklin. We were talking uh, suicide in middle aged men, mm-hmm. uh, which unfortunately or fortunately, however you want to look at it, I have some experience with. Um, I'm coming through the end of three weeks of like some emotional heaviness and fear and a lot of just releasing crud. And I recently had what I call a dark night of the soul experience. So I'm feeling much lighter and freer, which is why I'm really happy that the show itself is taking a big upturn tonight in vibration and in tune because we are welcoming the founder of, of laugh of LAF that's love, acceptance, and forgiveness. And the Mr. James John is here. Hello, and thank you guys very much for uh, having me. And uh, let's, uh, I can only speak the truth, and it's love, appreciate, and forgive. What did I say? Acceptance? <laughs> Acceptance. Funny. You know, it, let, me, let me start off by saying something really quick. You know, uh, the other day, I had to look up LAF really quick, and uh, all this stuff comes up. And I notice on YouTube, there is a 
church or something that promotes LAF and it's love, acceptance, forgiveness. And it's all LAF, LAF. And, you know, I've never seen LAF before and I saw it. So, you know, uh, my wife's like, oh my gosh, oh, what do you, you know, you better call them and tell them. And I said, <laughs> I said, you don't understand. I said, that's exactly what I want. I wish everybody had the same, ver I don't own LAF. Everybody owns LAF. Mm -hmm. So if it's not appreciate, but acceptance, or if it's this, or let it be, let the whole world know what this is. It's not like I own this and that, that's ego-based. This is everything that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not vibrating with. So for me, good, let, let, let the whole church, let a whole bunch of synagogue, everybody, you know, do this. So it's all in the good vibration. Just keep it pumping. I'm all good with this. So. Well, cool. And now you got Marky Mark songs in my head with good vibration. I mean, you curse me. Now. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. You know, when we, um, before someone's on the show, I always have a little one-on-one -on -one chat, get to know them, make sure it's a fit, see what we want to talk about. And back then I asked you how I should introduce you. Do you remember that? Yes. All yes. right. And you said, introduce him, reintroduce you as love. I said, I'm going to do that, but I couldn't, Absolutely. I knew I couldn't do that first. So I want, I want to give you that proper introduction. We are proud to welcome love this evening to the show there you go well thank you thank you and uh you know i'm i'm only a mirror reflection of everybody and as everybody is for me and and the reason why let me just talk about that really quick love is because the first time i remember i was doing a show in pa and um it was my first time uh doing a speaking gig and the lady says well i need to know your you know titles and if you know me i don't carry any titles i don't want a title Yes, and am I an, an author, uh, energy healer, or spiritual, you know, teacher? Yes, but it doesn't still define who I am, you know. So for me, the woman says, "I need a bio," and I said, "I don't know what you want me to type back." So she goes, "You got to put down something." So I wrote down L O V E, and that's all I sent. And she responded like pretty pissed off. What is this? You can't put L, you know, love. Well, you got to tell me more. So I actually had to have my sister help me because. How do you talk about yourself? I have no, I have nothing to, I'm love. What else do you want me to say? So she had to write up a few things. It goes, James, you have to do it. And, and that's me getting used to things as well. So that's what I sent back. And, you know, there you go. So I, I love that. That I, Hi, I'm love. And like, what do you mean you're love? And then he makes them want to fight you. Back. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. So I wonder what to say if, if, yeah, hi, I'm misery. Like if you get, if you meant someone no. a lower word, would they we, welcome that? Yeah, we meet enough of those a day. So, you know. And so, so you were first on the show, you, you really joined organically. We had kind of a panel group open discussion on internalized homophobia um, yes. months ago. And I, th I think it was actually during that show, you said that you used to hate gay people, used to hate all people, used to hate yourself. Um, so I, I bet even though you've always been love, you didn't always see yourself as love. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's the truth. Well, it is, in fact, the truth with everybody. For me, listen, not everybody's going to get me. Not everybody's going to get you or anybody. You know, it's what level you want to hear us at, right? Because we all have the same vibration love. It's all God's love. It's what or who could recognize their vibration at. So it's not like I have a higher vibration than you or you have a higher vibration than me. It's what can you connect with and what are your... Um, learning skills at that point that you want to learn in life but yeah um we all come from god's love it's just that i was at a level of um, unconsciousness at the time so yes i mean you know and it doesn't help up help when you're 
you know, grow up in a culture for me was Jersey, New Jersey. And, uh, you know, to hate a certain kind of race or people or size or look or formed or whatever, it's almost like what you're brought up to be. And, you know, but when you have egos in your head telling you things left and right who are not you, you know, you just become this hatred person and you start believing it's you. And in fact, it's not about you. And that's where it's come to my journey today. You know, what do I know probably best about? I would probably say I know about the ego the most. Um, and for me, thank God, that's what I know the most. Because if I didn't understand ego, I would not be able to understand what forgiveness is. Then I would not be able to understand what self-love is. And for me, that is, that's the ultimate. You know, as Buddha says, you know, enlightenment, you know, doesn't bring love. It brings, you know, love brings an enlightenment. And that's what it is. So if we could get to self-love and love for all things, um, that's just the way I know how to live. So. So was it a bolt of lightning that made you aware of self-love or was it a slow, painful process? No, it was, a, you know, growing up, you know, just again, not such a good person, uh, hating a lot of people, but hating myself the most probably at the end of the day, but trying to hide it like most people, you know, not feeling comfortable in your own skin, not feeling that you know, who you truly want to be, but that's ego taking over when you're already uh, a miracle right now, but we don't recognize that at that point. And um, so for me, hold on, I just want to say I am a miracle. So, and, and you're a miracle and you're a miracle and you're, <laughs> so I just want to say, and let everybody know because we don't understand and see this anymore. We walk around life like this and we don't look far back enough and step out of our shoes and go, this breath is a miracle. Everything is a miracle. And, and that's when just joy comes in. So, and when you know the universe is always serving you, no matter, you know, you being late or you got a flat tire or if you get into an accident or if you spill your milk, everything inside of that is a miracle. You just have to see it. You just have to know that the universe and your guides and angels are here serving you, helping you um, advance to where you want to be on that vibration level. But to go back answering your question, you know, where was I at that point? Well, when I was, you know, I had hard times going through 14, 15 years old. Um, but it probably wasn't until I recently got married. I know my wife doesn't like when I say that, but it was, it has nothing to do with her because at my, my time in my life, when I was married six months in, you know, I had like everything, you know, I got married Hatrick's Cathedral. I had this amazing event. I had, I just bought a new house in New Jersey. I had brand new Mercedes, new business, new motorcycle. So everything in my life, you would say, oh, you know, the perfect couple, they're going here, they have friends over, everything's good. But uh, what happened was it just something affected me and it just went deep. And, and, you know, it would be when my wife would leave the house, I would believe it or not, run to the closet, into the hallway closet and just kneel down and shut the door in darkness. And those days, it just seemed like very vast space. And depression was hitting me so hard, so fast, that I know when I went in that closet, um, literally, I would just feel drool on my hand because I didn't even know it was coming out of my mouth. I didn't even know what was happening. I was just so deep into it. 
Um, but after I would just pop out of the closet, be happy me, go to my parents. I was always the guy joking around. I always joked around because I never wanted anybody to know the real hard feeling I was going through because I didn't want them to judge me. Here another ego comes going in with the judging. So this went on for a few months and uh, there was a day where my wife caught me in the, in the closet, <laughs> if you will. And uh, she's like, what are you doing in the closet? And you know, I turned and you know, trust me, the ego comes in and helps you out when they want to have their defense mechanism up and they go, oh, and I turned, I said, oh, I'm just meditating, just kind of praying, you know, kind of a thing. And she bought it, you know, she already knows I'm wacky and weird and I talk to guys and angels. So she totally accepted it. Um, and then uh, a few months went on and I think she started catching on. I think she, she knew something was going on. And there was a day that I was uh, in the closet and it was a bad day, right? There's these really bad days. And, uh, and I remember that I was no longer, you know, I would usually turn into energy at that point in my mind. I wasn't a body. I wasn't a man. I wasn't flesh or bone. Um, I wasn't a name or a brand or money, um, a son, a, you know, a husband. And um, I just became this energy, this, this energy, as we know, as you see orbs and you'll see maybe flying around here. You'll have a lot always in my house, but um, I was just energy and I remember sinking down, sinking down in vast space. And it was almost like I was coming down to the bottom where I was hitting this like wet cement, this bottom. And I felt like I was going to die like of natural causes, but of sorrow, you know, of just hatred and disappointing their disappointment in myself. And, and this was a crazy day because I was so unconscious, you know, my mindset at that point was, you know, I would not have known the difference between shooting myself and itching my arm. To me, it was the same thing. I couldn't see what the difference was because you're so out of it. And I would always say, you know, to God, and I don't like saying this word bum, but I would say I'd rather a bum breathe my oxygen, you know, because I'm not worthy to even breathe up this little bit of oxygen when it could serve somebody else. So that was the state I was in. But the door opens at one point and I felt a hand come on my left shoulder and it was my wife. And I was just out of it at that point. And she goes, you know, I don't know what you're going through, but I'll be here when you're done. And she let go and shut the door and at that point, I go, wow, that's love, you know? And, and at that point, I'm the energy, and, and I'm going, well, if I came from God, who's here with me? And that's when I split into two of these two energies. And on the right side was the I am, the, the profound love that I didn't even know existed in this world. It's a whole other realm of love, of uh, just unconditional love. And I recognized it for the first time. And over here was I, which I call the phantom ego. And this was the ego that was a part of my life that was about to kill me one day, you know? Um, and since, you know, I was six years old, and I was able to connect with guides and angels, uh, even being brought up in a Catholic household, trust me, it was very hard <laughs> to tell my dad that I could hear guides and angels. And trust me, there was a few ones on that, but I did have to shut that out for a long time. But 
because I was able to connect with them for so long and I was uh, be able to communicate, I started to communicate with the dark energy. And I was able to ask the dark energy all the greatest questions I ever wanted to ask to, you know, why is there a war and why, why do children die? And, you know, is there a heaven after? And what is, so I had all my, you know, questions answered. My, my thirst was quenched and I continued for many years after to just learn organically. I've never gone to workshops or read books or listened to DVDs or anything. Um, I had to learn what I've come to learn through, you know, First was forgiveness for myself and all. Um, and then I learned how to just start loving myself and loving everybody. And gratitude just starts pouring in. So with many tools and hard times, people think, oh, so, so it was like this for you, huh? You just climbed. No, let me tell you, it is like the stock market, especially in the 90s. I mean, sometimes you just come down so hard. And you talked about the other night when you had one of these dark nights. And it happens for everybody. People go, oh, you're so high up there. You know, things must happen. No, it only hurts. It only comes harder because it's just a greater of teachings. You know, for me, you know, sitting in traffic or somebody smashing my car or somebody punched me in the face or anything like this, things like that don't affect me anymore. This is just easy household stuff and everyday stuff. But, you know, I may get affected once a year for a new teaching that may come along, but I already know how to deal with this. So um, that's what I do. I figure, you know, I'm here. I live very clear. Um, I really don't ever meditate. I live my meditation and I just love everybody. Anybody I know, you could ask any of my friends or family and I don't know how to really argue at all because the universe is serving me. My wife wants to argue with me, but she's not going to get an argument. <laughs> so, go ahead. I'm sorry. I know I'm talking a lot, but go ahead. No, it's beautiful. I, I, I love so much that you shared and, and cause a common thing. And I, you know, you mentioned talking to guys in ages since age six, but also that that, Oh, so life wasn't perfect. You weren't just on this constant upswing of, of high vibration. Yeah. No, no. It's so beautiful. Because I think a lot of people on this spiritual quest think, oh, if only I could do this trick or communicate with that energy, then everything would be fine. And, and you're saying no. No, everything is fine now. No, it's not fine. beautiful. Everything is fine now. It's a matter of opening up and looking in and seeing that. You know, James, what I, as I sat here and I listened to you talk, I felt like I was hearing myself. You know, I... When we talk about the oneness, and you know, just before the show, when we were talking about oneness and connectedness and so forth, you know, this is this conversation right now is such a perfect example of how we are also connected and how we reflect each other. And to hear you speaking, to hear you talk about you, the crises that you went through, opening up, embracing your joy, embracing, seeing yourself as love and seeing the universe, everything being reflected back to you is so much of my, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing, I'm hearing myself. I'm hearing exactly you know, my own guides, my, you know, the, 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 the folks that I connect to speaking and what a beautiful way of, of being able to express that, but also to shed light on what each of us have the potential of experiencing and what each of us already is, if we can just see past the illusions. Yeah. You know, I think so many people, I mean, I started doing some events and speaking, and so I went in in a few of these events, and some are huge events, some are smaller events, but, 
you know, I see a lot of people come out and one thing that people, you know, talk about, uh, you know, well, see, I guess this is where a lot of things I separate myself and I don't want to separate myself from everybody, but everybody has a different vibration mode. So you go to some of these events and it's like the top 20 things you must do to live your life today and wake up or the top 10 or the top 12 things you must do starting today to be enlightened. And, and I'm going, really? It, their lives are already so confusing. Their lives are already bunched up. All right. You're actually adding more onto them, you know, with, with some of these things, even though they may be tools. When I go in, I'm like, okay, you know what, everybody get your books open. You ready? Open up a fresh page, get your pen ready, write this down. The one thing you need to always learn is self-love period. Shut your book, put it down and now just relax. <laughs> Once we get to self-love, um, you really don't have any more answers really to ask in this world. But here's the confusing part. People could watch every video, go to every workshop, do every retreat, do whatever. And if you don't realize the ego is, has taken control of your mind and controls and dictates what you should believe and what you should not believe on what they're talking about and only they could do it and I'm not worthy enough and this and that because the ego works two different ways. You know, it's either I want more, 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 or I'm less, less, less of, you know, so it pulls you in two different ways. And if you don't have that right balance, that yin yang right in the middle, you think you're doing the work. You think you're you're supposed to be living like these people tell you, but how could you when an ego has been running your entire life? It's crazy. <laughs> and more egos come into us on a daily basis, especially when we're unconscious, you know, uh, and that's why when people can walk down the road and they wake up and they're feeling good and there's no problem. And all of a sudden you get that energy come in you and you go, what? Why am I in a bad mood? I have no reason to be in a bad mood. You know, like this is how energy works. So if people knew more about energy, and when I say egos, egos is, you could call it the devil, a demon, energy, dark magic. It is energy. I see it. I don't see it as much as orbs. I do see it. And it looks like dark ink, if you will. They usually hide up in the corners. Um, and you could feel it most of the time. But um, yeah, and, and that's when, you know, you just have to be more conscious of, who's in your mind and that's why so many people talk about meditation because you 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 have to create that you know space to even bring in that light and love to see clearly so yeah, yeah the monkey mind takes over exactly. <laughs> and being having been born in the year of the monkey i can absolutely appreciate the whole monkey mind thing <laughs> but you know it's it, it's fascinating to hear you talk about how when you live consciously when you live in when you are aware of your ego and you're aware of just how you're living, how you are loving, meditation actually becomes unnecessary because your actions, mm -hmm. the way you, the way you live is in and of yes. itself a meditation. It's That's very fun. Zen. Yes. It's very Zen. Like it took me, I never understood like, you know, do you understand standing the meaning of Zen? If you ever hear of it, mm -hmm. or Zen more. And I tell you, I was stuck on that for about four to five years. And I, it's something that I knew the mind could not get me there. I know I couldn't get there through mind, but you know, it was letting go. And the only way, and I'm not saying I'm going to be clear when I say this, but what does enter from there truly mean for me? 
it means starting right from that point. Meaning, if I could describe it, I'm a very visual guy. They show me different ways. So if you're walking down a hallway, a white hallway, this is how I see it, a white hallway, and there's many doors down this hallway, and it's all uniform, white. So if you have, you know, you're walking and all of a sudden there's problems in your life or something comes up, you stop, you turn, you open up the next door. And that door is going to look exactly like the other doors and uniformed perfectly down and you continue to walk that path. And as soon as, you know, you may walk it for however long, but as soon as something else arises that you don't feel comfortable with or vibrate with, you stop. You turn, open up the door, and you enter from there. So for me, it's always entering from there from a clean slate, uh, reset button, reboot, cleanse. I mean, you could use many words for it, and that's my how I feel, um, you know, to enter from there at that uh, state point. Mm -hmm. I am curious about how you reached the, how you, because you know how people talk about the A aspect of laugh being acceptance, you know, accept, accept, accept. How did you, how did, exactly, that's exactly it. I'm like, how did you get to appreciate as opposed to acceptance? Because for me, I love that idea of being appreciative versus yeah. acceptance. Well, acceptance for me as well is, is really surrendering. I use surrendering more for that. Um, to, let me figure that, let me, let me, I don't just throw shit out here. I, just, I tell you straight up. What, uh, so how it was, was I think um, surrendering came huge with forgiveness. You know, so many people, you know, yeah, love, love. And I do talk about love, but let me tell you, forgiveness is number one. If you can't get, you cannot get to love, you can't get to self-love, you can't, you know, I say forgiveness is the handle, you know, to the valve um, that brings love through. And you really need to understand forgiveness. You have to forgive yourself for being unconscious your entire life, but accepting that. There we go, accept that. You know, you have to forgive everybody in your whole entire life. And that's what I did. I went down to, I know I'm talking about forgiveness for a moment, but I really had to go back to the earliest of time to go, you know, in sixth grade, I remember punching this kid bad and blah, blah, blah. And, and I know this, this boy has passed. And so through that way, I went energetically and I said, I am sorry for what I did to you. And of course they understand, I'm connected. They totally get it. Then there might be somebody who's living you know, I send it to them energetically if I don't have their phone number. But if it's somebody I know, I will make the phone call. And I did this whole thing. It's almost like how AA people do. I just randomly started calling, worked it all the way up to my siblings. And then it was great until I got to my parents because we <laughs> all know how much fun that is, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, I hope my parents are going to watch this on YouTube. And uh, <laughs> that'll be fun. So, um, you know, but here's the greatest thing, and I do hope they watch this part because they don't know this. But when I called them and I said, hey, my dad, how you doing? They're both on the line. They're like, hey, how you doing, James? I said, good. I said, listen, I just want to let you know one thing. I said, I'm very sorry for everything I've ever done to you and I've hurt you or I was unconscious of ever saying anything to you. I am sorry. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, sure. You're a kid. Don't worry. You know, we all do this, blah, blah, blah. I said, okay. Then I said to him. I said, and I just want to let you know one other thing. And they said, yes. And I said, I just want to let you know that I forgive you for being unconscious of treating me certain ways. 
And they just started cracking up. <laughs> like you have no idea. Like, what? Us? We never did anything. Well, we were the perfect parents. We didn't do anything. Are you kidding me? What are you, are you sure you talking to the right parents? It doesn't matter. I don't have to prove. I don't have to step in and start an argument or do anything. I said it. And that's what we have to do. We have to say it through vibration, not only through our words. We have to do it through vibration because that is 100% locked in. And so I didn't have to. They could say whatever they want. If they want to be unconscious and laugh at me and do that, then that's fine. I'm not going to judge them. Right. So that's where they're at. And so, you know, when I was able to forgive everybody, there was a lot of surrendering. There was a lot of surrendering at that time and just accepting what was and what is. So people go, well, what is surrendering? How do you surrender? Surrendering is having such faith that no matter what decision you'll ever make in life, you are already in God's hands taken care of mm -hmm. before you even thought of it, before you even created that conscious thought process and, 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 and actually gave birth to it. You're already taken care of. You have before this lifetime and any other lifetime, you've already been taken care of. So it's just living here in the 3D world and loving it. You know, I had a conversation with my sister today really quick on the way home from work in my truck. And I said, you know, we're talking about, you know, she's big into breatharians and fasting and all these different things. And, you know, it's all good. And, and I've done it before, but where... I said, you know, she's like, there's so much information out there, especially for the year 2017. There's so much expansion. There's so much blooming going on right now. That's where all the, the grassroots, and I don't like to say this word too often, but, you know, the light workers, if you will. But I just think this is more the new consciousness moving up. And the, the titled people, if you will, the famous spiritual speakers are going to come down a little bit. So we're actually going to merge and bring a little bit more fine definition it's going to be more spread out you're going to see a lot more podcasts you're going to see a lot more videos you're going to see a lot more retreats or talks from people but um i said you know this is all great and dandy that we could learn all these things all these tools and fasting and doing meditation or what but i go but i don't want to be 100 years old and look back on my life and go did i waste most of my time experimenting with other dimensions and this and that i go i visit i've been in so many dimensions beforehand and will after this lifetime i want to enjoy the mother f in 3d world and enjoy my wine my steak uh, uh dancing with my wife laughing with my children going on disney trips and that's what i do so i do like to experiment i do like to touch base on certain things um not only spiritually just living you know, I mean, God gave us these five beautiful senses, and I'm going to use every which one of them, you know, gluten-free and all, right? <laughs> and I'm going to enjoy the hell out of everything. And that's what I do. I don't, I have so many friends that I'm so close with, and they're all trying to reach the, you know, the 6D, and I'm in the, you know, this. And, and I go, well, go ahead, have fun, but and I'm not going to judge you, but live, Live here, live now. Yeah. This is where you want to live. Don't, I always say, you know, live life, don't let it live you. And another way of saying that is live life, don't let the ego live you, you know, and be conscious. Yeah, and don't spend your physical existence trying to get out of it into some yeah. other realm. Totally. I like that. Yeah, I like, I've been trapped by that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
Cool. So, you know, you, you said that the one thing to really learn is self-love and that whenever I speak and, you know, the, the, the key to getting past my suicide attempts was first forgiving myself and I wrote letters to my parents, kind of like what you described and that's when my healing really began and that the, the gift I wish everyone could receive is that unshakable self-love. So how does someone learn that, right? Is there, is there a technique? Is there a, you know, is there a concrete thing you can share? I would say for self-love, it, it's hard to even get to self-love because like I said, forgiveness is huge. You can't even get to, people try to get to self-love, but they're still got too much to forgive still for themselves. So, you know, I, I, I would love to give you the flat out answer and go, oh yeah, just start loving, but it, it's not. And it's, and you can't, I, you have to forgive. So is self-love the, 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 if forgiveness is the cause is then the effect Love, self-love it just shows up so it's it's not doing anything it's received yes absolutely and you know and and part of starting even with forgiveness is really not judging anybody not judging yourself i mean we we beat up ourselves all the time judging ourselves this and that when when it's insulting god that they he hasn't or you know the universe hasn't done its job you know please that's when ego comes in and goes no you have to change this about yourself and you have to change this about I don't have to do anything. I just need to love myself. And when I do that, I'll just, because you know, you're part of all things. That's the thing. I don't separate myself from anybody. Just even though being in the 3D world, you're a man or, and you're a woman and you're a tree. But if you could take it to the next level of that, I am God, you are all God. There is no separation. There's no ego to come in. Um, and that is where love comes in. So I don't judge. It's hard. People want to talk to me and it's hard to have a conversation. I'll be honest with you a lot of times because people, come on, Jim, be real. Come on. Let me tell What do you want to hear? Because the old Jim or the old James was like that and was really fucking good at it, you know, but it's not him anymore. I'm not that person. Um, I love that person who I was. I don't judge that person. I would not change anything that person ever did, even though I've hurt many, 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 many people. I would not change one thing because I would not be the person who I am today. And if I feel so successful of who I am, and when I mean success, I mean self-love, I mean joy, I mean happiness for not just myself, for everybody, no matter what happens. Um, I think when you live how I live is that I could turn on and see what's going on on the other side of the world. And this might be hard for a lot of people to understand this, but it's perfection. I know it's very hard for people to get to that point. I talk about, um, you know, at some of my talks, I talk about loving Hitler, you know, and that you, until you can even fathom to start loving somebody like that or ISIS, um, people can't do that yet because they're still hooked onto a history. They're still hooked onto a vibration. They're still hooked onto this attraction of negativity. When I say, you know, you know, let's talk about, you know, Hitler for a moment. I said, I, I love Hitler. I forgive Hitler. I said what he's done was horrific and wrong, absolutely. Uh, but you have to forgive and you have to love. Well, I hate Hitler and I hate you for loving him and you're a Nazi and, and you're not doing things right and, and blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, hold on a minute. I said, I have forgiven and loved him. 
loved him. I said, you are only a student of him because what he's done on a greater scale of hatred, you're doing right now towards me, towards yourself, towards everybody else. So you actually become a student of Hitler when you preach hatred. You didn't hear hatred from me. You've only heard love and forgiveness. And that's how I look at the rest of the world. I love and forgive everybody. So that is the state I'm in. This is what I dish out to the universe. This is what I get back from the universe. We all know this. So the people who are protesting because of this or because of that and, or because their grandparents were in concentration, I know people still look at that were in the concentration, but we have to understand to forgive. So out of the whole world, if I make up a percent, well, then I make up a percent of heaven on earth. I make up 1% of joy and love and peace on earth. You know, and if I could have 10 other people join me, or if I make up 10% and people think like this, well, then that 10% makes up the 10% of peace on earth. The others are still haters, you know, until they understand how this works, you know, um, they will not have peace in their life. And I know many, you know, well-known people who are spiritual and this and that, who talk a good talk and they talk about, but talk about politics or talk about this. Oh, well, they hate this. And so, you know, I don't judge them. I'm just letting them be who they need to be. But you won't truly find unconditional love until you find, you know, forgiveness. Right. And when I'm dealing with clients and dealing with the records and myself, I, unconditional love doesn't mean you won't have other emotions. You're still a human being. Other things bubble up, but then you come back to that. I love how much I hate that person right now. And then you forgive yourself and let it go, right? Well, well, I don't know. I, 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 are you saying, you know, do I still hate people? Does it, yeah, does it pop up? Would it help someone else get there? Like, again, it's not an on-off switch for you. It's, it's a process. For me, yes, but I understand what you're saying, and I have to keep it always real here. It, it was kind of an off switch, but the switch, if you will, started getting to like a dimmer, and it just started not being so hardcore. It became easier. It became lighter to go, I am still you. You are still me. Because what if this? What if we, we lived so many lives, right? right? We've had past lives and everything, but let's just say that I was you in a past life. But if you guys really want to know and how what I truly feel is that everything's happening at one time. All our past lives are happening right now simultaneously. So what if I were you in this same lifetime? It's, the mo it's hard to explain, but I don't judge you. I love you. And what if, um, you know, Beverly here, you know, uh, we see, you know, what if I was her in another lifetime? I'm not going to judge her. I'm going to love her because she's on her path and everybody on the panel. So for me, I, I honestly, I can't, I wouldn't know how to hate. I don't know how to judge it. Like I said, I was wired once before. I've been rewired and I don't know how to hate. I can't hate them because they are me. Mm -hmm. They are part of God. Uh, ego has taught me too much to understand that process. Um, and let me tell you how important every, everybody, you know, for me to be conscious here, you wanted to talk about a tool in the beginning, how I, how I live my life is, you know, um, I, it's like, I'm in this bubble about the size of my house and this is real for me. And it goes right through the earth. People are like, Oh, you know, it only goes to the, uh, you know, to the grass in the front yard. No, 
talking about energy. Energy is <laughs> non-physical, so it goes through the earth, okay? So I'm in this bubble, and what happens is, and this is true, this is what really happened, was when the, trust me, I was investigated, this is what you call it, when dark energy comes to you and investigates you and goes, how do you think the way you do? And they want to know how you know this, and this is all through energy, aliens, everything else. So what happened was around this, let's say, clear severe or this clear basketball if you will and i'm in the center the egos would come to the outside of the basketball and one ego would say to the other and go hey you know let's go inside to james's mind and screw him up and get him road rage and get him mad and get him upset over the spilled milk and the other ego goes well you can't but why not well don't you know who james is no who's james well james will give you love if you go to him what? Give us love. We don't want that. No way. We don't vibrate love. That We don't feed off of love. So where do they go? They go to Joe Schmo and get inside his head and give him road rage and put him in jail or do whatever. So for me, as soon as the dark energy's going, like I talked about it before, when you're walking down the street, you feel good, and all of a sudden that dark energy comes popping in your head and you go, why? Why do I feel like I'm in a bad mood? And we all feel it. And, and if you don't, let me describe it a little bit more. If you don't know what it is, it's a bad thought that comes in your mind. And we clearly know what bad thoughts are if we can create that space, which is, for a lot of people, meditation. Uh, but they're so busy in their lives, they don't see this. So when that bad thought comes into your head, there's three things that happen for me. And these are the tools. The first one is, I send it love. That dark energy, I send it unconditional love, of love and light. Um, and what happens is, that's one thing. I'll tell you a few other things. That's one. Two, I never want to be a dictator. <laughs> so I'd say, if you don't want to come to me in God's white light, go to God in God's white, God's white light. God will have something you do to there. And then the energy will go there. And this is actually happens. The energy I could see, maybe some people can't see, but either I'll take it with me unconditionally, the dark energy that wants to hurt me, I will take it and love it unconditionally or send it to God. And the third would be, as soon as a, a pain body or a phantom ego, which are the more powerful ones, the ones that are more grandfathered, the ones that are from like, say, the Big Bang or whatever, who could live a very long time, that when they come in and they, you know, want to get in your head and I want to send them love, they're gone. They, the process is so fast, it's faster than lightning, the process is gone. They're gone to live another day. And that's why they're so big and that's why they're so powerful. And they will get into the regular Joe Schmo and run them lie, their lives and kill them. That's how powerful energy is you know so for me those are the three things because energy people don't understand people have to understand we're energy number one we are energy and if you want to even get to some conversations maybe another day that we're not even here but that's a whole nother conversation <laughs> but you know for us with energy for me here's my, my my conscious mind okay let's just say my mind and then there's an ego and then there's another ego and another ego. And it's like a hundred tennis balls. And these are very light egos. They're very white, light gray. And the longer you go down, the darker they get down to black. So these, con these energies or egos here, I take, I'll take like say the first six of them and combine them within me because I still have an ego. I still use these egos to help me with everyday life. And again, like I said, I live life. I don't let them live me. I live the egos, they don't live me. So they understand this already in my realm. And, you know, we learn from each other. So 
it's not getting past those six and living in that darkness because these light energies, they do want to switch. Just like a dark person wants to, or a regular person wants to become enlightened, you know, a human. Same thing with energy. The lighter energy egos do want to change and they do turn to white light. I can't tell you how many I probably have got in me. I've done it for years and that's why I'm able to live so conscious because how could anything ever be negative if I give everything and all things love? Even the, even the thing that wanted to kill me. <laughs> Where is there, how can I, you know, what do I just have a hundred things and go, okay, I'm only going to stick to the things that I love. I'm going to love this. I'm going to love this. And all the dark things I'm going to hate. Well, there's, that's right there is hatred. I'm going to love the good. I'm going to live the dark. I'm going to love all things. So therefore I'm clear. So I know I keep rambling on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, Beverly actually had her hand raised virtually here. I'm going to unmute you here really quick, Beverly, and see, do you still have your question or not? Because I noticed the hand go down. So I have you unmuted, Beverly. Do you still have your question? Um, I don't really because I think I raised my hand by accident. <laughs> oh, okay. Because <laughs> I, I didn't understand what everything was. Gotcha. So. I'm, I'm enjoying listening. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm pressing buttons all the time, so yeah. I, I, I totally get it. But if anybody does actually want to jump in the conversation at any time, you can either you know, raise your hand virtually or just join us in the chat. And, and I'm happy to answer anybody's question out there. If they have any questions, I, you know, let's do it. You know, yeah. easy or hard. There's never a stupid answer. There's so many people are like, they feel so, ego comes up in them and go, oh, mm -hmm. stupid to ask. There is no stupid questions. There is no stupid yeah. And I find it's really more curiosity. Oftentimes when people, you know, and we're in, in our human state, you know, when you talk about the ego, I like to talk about our human side, you know, because we are multidimensional. This is one aspect of who we are. And, you know, when talking about the human side, oftentimes the human side is so conditioned to be judgmental, so conditioned to not, not just judge others, but most especially judge oneself, that when there's a genuine curiosity, there's that fear that immediately when that, when that question wants to come up, it's like, um, maybe not. And then we judge it. And then we, then the question goes unanswered. And here, I just like to say that there is that open space. There is that safe space for us to, to ask any question that can you know that you want to ask. And on that note, Beverly, I see you raised your hand. So fantastic. Let's go ahead and unmute you so you can ask, ask your question. Okay. So you said I could ask any question. Um, I, I wasn't really understanding what the whole uh, blog was and I not knowing if it had to do with men in, a, in particular, but um I have a question about men, and and actually, it, I'm sure it's in me. And James, um, I think you helped me with this at one time. Um, and I'm I'm seeing somebody for many years, and if this isn't appropriate, then just let me know, and I'll stop. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Go for it. We're all okay. brothers and sisters. Okay. And um, what I feeling a little nervous about talking about it but um You're when, I, when, You're I, when I when I when I brothers and sisters I want you to feel so comfortable 
I, I sort of do, right? You came to the right show because we're not, no, there's nobody to judge you, so. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Only me, right? <laughs> Only you at this point. <laughs> um, I, I have a question about men, and I have a question about um about me and james when i when i typed this to you on your your video before it was about a gentleman i'd been seeing for many years and um we go out every weekend and when we do this he is constantly looking at every woman's boobs every woman's cry i mean just up and down mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. And I, I left him a year ago because I just couldn't take it anymore. I says, that's just very disrespectful. And he just looked at it as me being jealous. Mm -hmm. And I says, wait, this has nothing to do with jealousy. Mm -hmm. I think it's very disrespectful. I mean, if you're going to look at somebody, you know, oh, there's a woman that came in. Okay, we don't have to look, linger and look her up and down. Mm -hmm. Look at her rear end when she's bent over. You know, it's, it's, and I'm, what I'm feeling right now is I'm being abused. I didn't look at it like that before. And I get, and he's always said, well, I wouldn't be a man if I didn't look. Okay. You know, and you know, the slime men and all that type of thing. <laughs> yes. Well, are you currently with them right now? Correct. You know, yes, I am. And, and I'm really contemplating not being he's a very nice man i lived in a very abusive relationship before this mm -hmm. and i'm beginning to feel like i'm in an abusive relationship again yes, yes. well let me just um i mean everybody's free to talk i'll just say something for two minutes um number one in relationships and everywhere in our world and everything that we do um it, we bring in the law of attraction. So your vibration is matching his vibration. But what happens is if you guys meet at the same time, you both could climb either higher or lower at that point, because you know, right, right now he may be serving you to teach you certain things in life. Um, but that doesn't mean that we need to be disres uh, disrespecting our loved ones. And number one is just because he doesn't respect himself. This is number one. He does not have enough respect for himself to even understand this. And probably because he was brought up in a culture where his father did the same thing and was taught the same mannerism um, doesn't mean that's proper. Okay. So for him, I, am, I always say, you know, communicate with the person, number one, which you already said that you have, but you don't deserve that. You know, you don't deserve that. And I know a lot of people who say, well, you know, should I break up with him or not? It's, it's you could break up with anybody at any given time just always know that you never needed that person to fulfill you for love that's why people hold on to so many relationships because they have a lack of self-love for themselves so they have to bring in a dog they have to bring in a, a man or a woman to to refill that love you know part of them so if you and i'm not saying you don't love yourself but you know just knowing that you I just think you're beautiful. And if you haven't heard in a while, I love you. And I just think you're beautiful and that you should fill yourself up with love constantly. Cause I could tell you right now, you have brothers and sisters here that are watching you. So you're loved energetically, no matter today, tomorrow, or next year from all of us, I could tell you that. So 
you know, from that experience, you have to learn um, what you want to deal with and what you don't want to deal with. But I feel energetically from you, you're ready to move on at that point. You just need to hear certain things in life to move you forward because, you know, I think you've evolved lately a lot actually and you don't have to energetically be with somebody like that anymore you deserve um everything you deserve everything and you are unlimited and you should have the greatest man open every door for you treat you with respect do everything for you and put you on a pedestal as that person should put their their selves on a pedestal because that's how it works yeah and, and I guess it's always, it's been hard. I'm becoming, not until I realized just probably a few days ago that I felt like it was more abusive than even disrespectful. I mean, they're kind of right up there in the same, I, I, I guess, yes. actually. But, um, but I just, uh, I got out of a 32-year-old marriage because he was hitting me and, and it was everything, you know. And so I... I finally got the guts enough to get out of there. Good for you. But, and it yeah. took every little bit of guts in me that I had because I wasn't, I was just learning spirituality then. And I'm still learning it. I'm not, you know, I've, I'm just, I'm learning it. And that's why I don't say a lot on, on James on your, your, my video that you've had because I don't feel like I have anything to share. And I, and I know you're going to say I do, but, Everybody <laughs> um. <does. Absolutely. laughs> but I would definitely to, to help you move forward at this point, there's, there's one thing is, um, definitely, you know, forgive yourself because I know you probably beat up yourself up a little bit for being taken advantage of being abused by somebody treating yourself like that. Cause that's not self-love when you're constantly being treated like that, you know, you could end the relationship right now. Um, also forgive that gentleman and I call him a gentleman. You're going to probably get upset. Why? Because everybody's a gentleman. Everybody's loving. He's just unconscious and he's treating you not so good. So, you know, and, and I hear that, that you're saying gentleman, he, he is in his ways. I mean, he's a very wonderful man in, in so many ways. Mm -hmm. And this is actually the only thing that's ever bought. That's why it's been so hard to end the relationship because He's so good in other ways. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we, we all have learning curves. Some of us don't learn uh, sooner than we want them to learn. Okay. <laughs> that's, a, yeah. that's a big yeah. thing with everybody because uh, you could recognize his quote unquote problem, but he doesn't recognize it. So definitely forgive him for being unconscious. Forgive him um, what you already know in your book. You know, you have this like book that you can look through and go, you know, you should not treat women with disrespect. He never got that book. Now, you can say it's obvious. Everybody, you should never treat anybody with disrespect. He just doesn't know how to adopt it. He's not conscious enough to even understand that, even though it's so basic. That's where you even have to forgive him and pray for him. So you don't have to be in any relationship you never need to, but just definitely forgive yourself and forgive him, forgive him as well. Okay. I, I do have um, – I do have uh, – Another question regarding not so much a question, but and um, when I said I felt disrespected, um, and I, I've been reading different things on Facebook about different organizations, um, uh, enlightened organizations, you know what I mean? 
mm-hmm. that are on Facebook now. And um, but uh, as far as being, is it? Um, I'm talk. I'm thinking. I'm getting all nervous. <laughs> um, no reason to be nervous. You're talking. <laughs> you, you talk. Everybody here. We're just. We all, God made a whole bunch of us, so we're all good. <laughs> Uh, and I, I hear that, and I just, uh, and I do feel comfortable with you, with you all. But um, as far as being respected, um, I'm sort of confused right now as to some people saying um, that's my story. You know, my story that I have is that. I'm feeling disrespected Mm -hmm. and and I certainly don't want to dwell on that and I don't want to dwell on it and make it bigger in my life yes but I was just wondering if one of you could could shed some light on that for me well, I have some, but go ahead, guys. I, I've yeah. talked a little bit. <laughs> no, this show, this show is for you, James. Okay, okay. I, I do have, you know, one one thought about that, and that is anything that we do, that we do, you know, give our energy to, and that our thoughts to, will basically hold us in place and hold us and keep us from moving forward. Right. So the important thing is to first of all be okay with that. You know, the way I the way I teach it, the way I I live it is to be okay. When we talk about acceptance or surrendering, oftentimes on an emotional level, we human our human side, the ego, if you will, can get all squirrely because we think of you know we've been conditioned to think of acceptance as being more like instead of resignation, capitulation versus surrender or being okay with. So I, use, I like to use the terminology of being okay. And it's even okay to be okay with not being okay with something. <laughs> it's like you, it can get really, really, you know, um, fun, if you will, in, in that regard. But be okay with every emotion that you feel. Be okay with everything that you are experiencing because that is, in essence, the, the path to freedom. The path to to breaking free from from whatever it is that you're putting your your attention on, be okay with it. Give yourself permission to experience whatever whatever it is that you're experiencing, um, because that will ultimately take you to the place where you actually want to be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, one other thing I just want to mention is you know. Uh, I just feel like if I was in your state right now, you'd almost want to answer, well, what should I do? Should I stay or should I go? This is the kind of feeling I'm, I'm getting from you. And, right. and for me is if you do come to a fork in the road and you don't know if you should go left or right, um, I just want to let you know one thing. Both ways are the right way. Meaning if you go left and that's the road that you feel that, oh, I'm going to stay with him. It's going to be rocking. Well, that's the perfect road because there's a lesson still there for you to learn. So it's always perfect. And if you go the right way where you leave him and you feel right, well, then you've learned your lesson and that is the right way. So there's no, there's no wrong way. And that's why we're always in our path. And it's always the right path. Maybe we don't see the light that bright, but you could be off your path in the middle of the darkest of woods. And let me tell you, that's exactly where you're supposed to be because there was a lesson to be learned. But definitely, if you go to the right, that's really surrendering. That's taking that, that leap of 
faith. And I always say, you know, I always like to listen to faith more than hope because hope is always a place where you want the end result to be where, you know, uh, I always say having faith is where God wants the end result to be. And that's the ultimate place where it needs to be. So it might not work out the way you want it to work out, but it was the proper way for all your lessons and teachings for you and everybody else on that road to be involved. And that, that comes with surrendering, knowing that you're already taken care of no matter which way you go. Wow. That's good to hear. <laughs> and, and I guess I was kind of feeling like I, um, okay. I, it feels like I was just saying to myself today, it feels like in my heart, I know the right thing to do. And, but it is a huge leap of faith yes. if I go with it. And I just, it's scary to me right now. Yes. And, well, send, and I, send love to that thought, you know? I mean, people, everybody comes up and says, oh, what should I do? What should I do? We all know the answer. Every single person who has a question out there already knows the answer. <laughs> It's true. They just feel like somebody with a title might give it to them better, or they might have to hear it because of their parents when they're younger. They needed a confirmation. They needed permission. You already are God. You already have that light and love within you. And sometimes, again, this talking about meditation, sometimes, you know, bringing in that, that, that little bit of meditation for you right now is just clearing your thoughts. That's separating your mind from you know yourself ego away from self and that's where you know being more spiritual is it's being attached from the mind so create more space for yourself love yourself um, give love to all the dark thoughts that may come to you and forgive and forgive and forgive and and you're on the perfect path right now so I love you and I see some people chatting before and they're giving you so much um, cheering on your side and, and showing how brave you are. And so I thank you as, yeah. as well. I think you're so brave of coming here and, and, and talking. And, and that's awesome because it, it shows other people to maybe who, who said they would never talk, will maybe talk one day. So thank you for being a little bit of a trailblazer there and speaking. <laughs> it definitely is because I wasn't going to say anything. And then, then I heard you could ask anything. <laughs> so I thought this has <laughs> been on my heart so much lately. I just had to talk about it. So oh, I appreciate you. you all. And I appreciate the blog because James, when I was typing back and forth with you on uh, LAF, uh, the video, it, it's, it's so much, it's so much um, more alive and it's so much, I mean, you can ask questions and, uh -huh. and more than you can type it, you know, and, and um, and to hear things in person, but I won't keep you guys any longer because there's lots going on. So thank you so much. I thank love you. you all, and thank you. Thanks, Beverly. Thank you, James. Before we we need to wrap this up soon, but I do want to mention one thing, and then the notion of disrespect, being treated with respect. How does one decipher that without relying on judgment? Um, can you give me, if I'm not clear with a question, I always like, can you give me an example? Yeah, I, the example that we've had here. So uh, I'm, I'm with someone, they're treating, they're disrespecting me. They're not treating me with respect. How have I decided that without judging it? If judgment, if judging, if judgment doesn't serve me, if judgment is the ego. No, 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 no. Well, let me, okay, yeah. So 
there's a judging between, first of all, judging and putting a label on it as like a, a good or a dark label. It's almost like the basics, if you will. You know, judging, is it, is it right or wrong to kill? You know, there's, there, I'm not judging. It's just a fact that somebody's going to kill somebody or somebody's going to live. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, you know, it's, it's just making the decision with love. You know, if somebody's abusive to me, do I have to take it? You know, I, I just put love into the situation. I know I'm not sounding right. Hold on. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm talking to them at the same time. I'm trying to talk to you and they're coming in at the same time. So I have to <laughs> give me a second. Well, if, even to go, so let's take it abuse. Do some people could see a behavior as abuse and some people not. So that's I'm like, where does judgment come in? And it is maybe, maybe judgment isn't always bad. And that's what I'm trying to get to. Well, it, it depends on your road, right? Like how much um, abuse does somebody finally think is abuse? You know, maybe somebody gets smacked on the head by, you know, their father. Is that abuse? Uh, verbally abuse? Do you have to beat the shit out of them? Do you have to have whip marks? Um, do you have to have a broken arm? You know, there's times where, you know, you know, if I got hit when I was younger, I'd have to be really hit hard. Then I was hit. But a few smacks around here and here, I wasn't hit yet. So it all depends. But to somebody, today's standards, holy good Lord. You know, <laughs> it, it depends on where you are and what you were brought up on. But also we have to understand what the basics. And what I mean by the basics is, the basics is, you know, being brought up. See, it's different because you got to understand what culture you're in. It, it, halfway around the world, it might be different. You know, it, it, there's women that get treated so bad, but it's, it, it's normal there, you know, but for us, it's where we are, our environment, where we're living, our culture that we came from, from our, our past, you know, family members. And is this abuse or not abuse? I know it's still not a good, clear question. I'm, yeah. So let me try I, again. So yeah, you, I need a you, more, and, you and many people say judgment's bad. We don't want to judge things. No, so but we have to you, judge. It's oh, not. I'm not saying judging is. I'm not saying judging is bad. I'm not judging because of what they're doing on certain, on certain levels. We have to judge certain things. We have to judge. Well, is that a good call or not? I have to make the call. There is a part of judging, but it doesn't mean all judging is bad. There's judging when ego comes in and starts harming or wanting more or is being um, hurtful. Is that more clear? So, so we're, we're encouraged with, with free will, with being here to judge as in decide this serves me, it doesn't, I like this, I don't like it, but not, oh, I, you're doing that to me because you're a bad person and you're all twisted. But is that? Very yeah, important? I'm trying to, see, to judge, we have to, we have to judge. How would I know uh, if I was walking on the um, top of a building and walking to the end. I have to judge how far the end is. And, and that's what I always thought. I thought we need to, we are judging beings. So that's why this is the, the differentiation I'm trying to understand. Yes, but, but, and that it, there's, so we can judge. I'm not saying not to judge. I'm saying we don't do judging when it comes to hurting others. That's I'm trying to say now they're saying that's more of a clear answer. Um, not to judge, to hurt others. Cause we didn't, we didn't walk in their path. 
Uh -oh. Lori added, yeah, yeah. so, well, added an interesting perspective in here that I think I might help clarify the conversation. Yeah, yeah. You know, she said that there's a difference between judgment and discernment. Judgment oftentimes comes from the lower self, whereas discernment comes from the higher self. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I thought that was I'll very... i be honest with you, I don't even, I've never even heard that word before. Discernment? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No? Oh, so yeah, and me um, and Lori have had this discussion. Yeah, so discernment is a word that comes up often when I'm doing... Akasha recording to people, and that's the fine skill. Um, but yeah, so. Well, then I would have used that word. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I wasn't so clear. <laughs> All right, we're gonna, we're gonna send you a thesaurus, and you're gonna rock it out. <laughs> well, it's so funny because our guides oftentimes work with the vocabulary that we have, mm -hmm. and, if, and if it's not entirely there, then yeah, it can, there can be you know, a time yeah. you know, we're limited by the language of, which is actually sitting here in our brains, yeah. but we're not necessarily limited in the understanding energetic connection yeah to, yeah to me how how i experience it and how i, I discernment is a softer thing and judgment is harsh black or right you know red or right or what am i right or wrong <laughs> I, I need better discernment in my explanation here <laughs> but for me when judgment doesn't serve me it's black or white thinking right it's very strict you're with me or you're against me right yes, yes. and discernment is the and that's what yeah, and that's why I said, you know, putting love into it. I didn't know how to, now that I know this word, now I'll, I'll, I'll be using it more often. <laughs> like you said, you know, they have the universal language and, I, you know, it's hard to translate these words into, you know, so you have to put a whole bunch of different words together. And that might not even come through. And that's why sometimes when, you know, gods and angels talk, and that's why a lot of mediums or psychics, you know, when they say something, they're 100%. It's just that they're not clear on how they understood what you know this person or this situation meant so they have to put the best they know how in their life that situation so it's just a, a lack of communication really that's all it is so i just i just looked up discernment to get the real definition right. to all get agreement and you're, you're gonna, this is going to be your favorite word all right perception in the absence of judgment with a view to obtaining spiritual direction and understanding discernment yeah. very good thank you all right Beautiful. Let's all buy discernment.com and, and just rock yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, cool. thank you guys for so much having me on. I'm drinking tea. Next time I'll have a beer. Uh, <laughs> come on. That and and we won't judge you. No, no, no. Don't judge me. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll be all pull out favorite brews here yeah, the, for the next show. <laughs> cool. So, 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 James, this has been this has been. I don't know what I expected. It's been twisty and turny and neat. I, am, I, I love that we, we are ending on a high note of learning a new word for us all. Yes. <laughs> um, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you, to, to follow up with you, yeah. to connect with you? Yes, and, and I wanna give a, quick, a big shout out to both of you right now. Because I was on your show maybe a month ago or a month and a half ago, I don't even know, but organically I just popped on, but it was great, right? It was a great conversation. Of course it was great, yes. Oh my God, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and because of that, you know, I said, this is fantastic because I was doing my Facebook Live um, and I said, you know what, I'm going to do this because I, you know, I want to put it on YouTube, I want to put it on a podcast. So uh, I invited my sister uh, and we both have now, it's called uh, Laugh With Us. And you'll see it on my Facebook page. If you go to love, appreciate, forgive, dash LAF on Facebook, you'll find me. And I'll start posting um, more about Laugh With Us. And it's a podcast that comes on every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And, you know, because of Beverly, um, you know, I, she's seen me on Facebook Live. So I'm going to – tomorrow's subject I already know is it's going to be about forgiveness. 
And uh, so I'm going to open up um, some videos like you did today and let people ask. I want to interact with more people. I can give you my tools that I've come to know and learn, but I, I love engaging, engaging with people more and, um, and doing that. So that's what I'll be doing. That'll be tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. And I hope you guys come and join sometime. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? You know, with me with my internet, I don't know what's going to happen. I didn't get to record my first show, but it is. You roll with it. That's what it is. There's no. Yeah. yeah. You got to love it. You got to <laughs> love it. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> yes. And also, if you go to uh, livinglaugh.com, uh, you'll see everything that I'm doing there as well. So, uh, and spreading the love with you guys. And I just want to let you know and everybody here. <sighs> that I truly, truly love everybody with all that I am unconditionally because we are one. We are always one and it's only ego that comes in to separate us, but also know that ego is here as a tool to help us evolve. I've come to know that where so many people hate the ego and they wanna get edge God out and this and that where I've turned it to love the ego. It keeps me conscious as can be, and it's also helped me evolve. I would not be where I am today if I did not love the ego and be there. So, um, and that's what I love to talk about the most. So most of my shows will be about the ego and being living present. So, and living life hard, you know, you're yeah. here to enjoy life. Yeah, <laughs> that's always good. Yeah, the point, the point of being here is to enjoy being here. That's it, and, yeah. number yeah. one. And do whatever you want to do. Be comfortable in your own skin. Mm-hmm. Eat your gluten. Eat your steak. Drink your wine. Don't judge anybody. Let them be a vegan. Be, let people do whatever they want to do. Just don't don't judge yourself and and don't judge others. <laughs> judge. <laughs> don't judge don't your judgment. <laughs> discern. <laughs> Soften and discern. Cool. Uh, so thanks again, James. Thanks again, everyone that's joined us live. Thanks for all the chatters. Thanks for Beverly asking your questions live and taking that brave step. We really appreciate it. Our next episode of Real Men Feel has already been recorded because sometimes we're sneaky like that. So uh, we, we talk with author Nige Atkinson of the upcoming book, Odd Man Out, Breaking the Vow of Male Silence. And Apio, let me know if you agree. It was a freaking great show. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. Okay, love that conversation. So it's neat that we can uh, tell what's next, having already been there. A little bit of real men feel time traveling, it feels like. Um, we will be live again on Tuesday, May 2nd, 8 p.m. Eastern, when we're going to have a deep dive into an emotion that all men feel, yet few share, and that is fear. So I might join you. <laughs> you only feel love. <laughs> Yeah, come on and love your fear and uh, show, again, that it, that it serves us to feel. And, yeah, when you love the fear, you're not as scared of it anymore, right? Yeah. I just gave away the show. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Yep. All right. So, again, thanks for joining us. Visit realmenfeel.org to, to learn about future shows, next shows, catch up on the past 55 shows you might have missed, and uh, look forward to the next 55 and, uh, and yeah, grab a, a free clarity call with me while they're still available. And uh, again, thanks everybody for being here and we'll talk to you again soon. We love you. Love you all. Love you. Thank you for listening to Real Men Feel. Until next time, visit realmenfeel.org, join the Real Men Feel group on Facebook and share what you thought of this show. Please give this podcast a review on iTunes Google Play, or wherever you are discovering Real Men Feel. Reach out to us at realmenfeel at gmail.com. 
Learn more about Andy Grant at theandygrant.com and Apio Hunter at apiohunter.com.